Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. I just wanted to let you guys know, first of all, thank you so much to everyone who has been thanking me for creating this podcast. Um, those of you who may not know what you're listening to, although you should, this is Straight Talk with Storm. I'm known in the industry as Seductive Storm, and I have been a companion uh, for 18 years total, although I did retire uh, twice for about a year each time. But overall, I've, I've been doing this a long time. And I've made a few interview and podcast rounds this year. And I just felt like there was a need for a podcast that was relatable to everyone. Or, or at least to the online community of sex workers. One that encompassed and welcomed everyone to the table. Uh, not just the elite not just the upscale, not just the VIP, but even the mid-grade and the the lower bracket um, because everyone needs to feel some type of support and education in this thing. And so um, I hope each one of these episodes will be enlightening to you or make you laugh. Some might even make you cry. Some might make you angry as shit with the things I say or the things other people who are on here are saying. But at least we're opening a discussion and hearing each other. So please tune in every episode and I hope you'll enjoy it. Thanks. Hey guys. First of all, I know it has been forever, forever. Welcome to a new episode of Straight Talk with Storm. I want to apologize for how long it's been in between episodes. I really need to get back into my rotation of giving y'all episodes, if nothing else, at least once a month. So I do apologize for that. But as I keep saying, and I know it's really not a good excuse, life happens. I am trying to get back more into a regular swing of things and bring better content to you guys and just really 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 get things going i apologize if this sounds a little weird hopefully it won't our ceiling fan is on i am 51 years old uh menopausal and so yeah if i don't leave that fan on i'm gonna become cranky hot and bothered so i apologize for the sound of the fan But sometimes it just is what it is. So, my my routine lately has been to begin every episode, as long as I remember to do it, with a song. So, I won't play the whole song, but, you know, just to get the vibes going. Like to give a little entertainment. So this is Superwoman Part 2 with Lil Mo and Fab. 
fabulous for those who might not know what I'm talking about. So let's get into that first and then we'll move into the episode. This song has a lot of memories for me. This song actually is the reason for the F tattoo on my chest that you guys see. Um, and it also um, was how most of my friends and at the time, the girlfriend I had saw me, and I think I still am a superwoman. But, you know, you think about it, like, I'm out here still dealing with the crazy of family, <laughs> grandchildren, running businesses, engaged and trying my best to plan a wedding and to get the money together for a wedding while also helping my 16-year-old daughter prepare herself for college in a couple of years so yeah and still trying to do web design seo assistant work and everything for you guys so by all means by all means i feel like i get to use this song as much as i want to by the way little side note my dad is actually married to lil mo's aunt her mom and my stepmother are sisters. Just a little tidbit, very, very true fact. But finish enjoying the song, then we'll get into the episode. I'm over here doing my little dance, y'all. Songs back then were longer, so we may not play this whole thing. I was born in the 70s, so like songs back then were eight minutes. Then they dropped them to like four minutes in the 90s. And now most songs are only like two minutes and some change if we're lucky. We're gonna let her sing the hook one more time and then we're gonna go into this episode. It's like I'm under your spell A feeling you was a crime They gon' have to put me under the jail You probably hear the details That I be in everything From layers to CLs With my share of females But you know I care for you And anytime it's clear for you These feelings I only share for you This makes it a little more clear for you That get into it so i don't know where to start but i'm just going to read off my list of what this episode is going to be about and hopefully you'll decide to stay and listen because you'll find something in here that's for you we're going to get into again for the 100th possibly 200th time the reasons why you do actually need seo an assistant and a web designer we're going to get into an old thorn in my side that i heard is back out here 
harassing and bothering ladies again, Mr. Brady Hoffert. We are going to get into something exciting that's coming. I know you all know I have my Vanilla World Chef business. So while I'm starting one to cater just to you guys. And that site is almost finished because business growth is all about networking. And my largest network is my fellow sex work community. So, because I know we love to eat, party, have brunch, and sometimes just do a little something special for that special client, I am now bringing my chef services to you. We'll get into detail more about that as well. Mentorship, always, always. Storm is still available for mentorship. I have a wealth of knowledge to share, and just because I am not currently seeing people anymore since my retirement doesn't mean I can't still offer help and knowledge to you all. Each one, teach one. Um, this still an argument about sex workers who have outside relationships for which they do not charge their companion. We'll get into that. We'll get into gentlemen. You need to go buy some content from SeductiveStormXXX.com. When I get enough sales going on the content I already have there, which is a lot, I will be more than happy to shoot more content. But for now, not shooting more content because I'm waiting for you guys to buy the loads of content that was already there. And lastly, the one we're going to start with why do clients and other companions low-key feel envy and hate when someone succeeds in retiring from sex work? So we'll start there because um, I had, uh, well, a, a client slash friend, I guess. I don't even know what to call it because our level of engagement within the structure of, you know, me being his dom and him having in the beginning started out as a client say two years ago was kind of weird anyway but he always took great joy in sending cards give cards just you know sending pictures of things i forced him to do virtually um to embarrass himself humiliate himself things like that so sometimes, and even a, an old bird, an OG like me, he should know better, can make the mistake of really thinking that they remember that we are human beings. Especially when they're like elderly and over 80. Like you expect the ones who are like, you know, the general age up to about 50, 55-ish to like still be kind of kind and nice in the moment, but low-key possible jerks mentally towards you like you expect that but when they're like 80 something and they've probably lost a spouse and they're kind of needy and clingy you kind of don't expect them to just turn out to be the biggest douchebags they ever could so um as you all know I retired and I actually was pretty much retired Probably a year before I even announced it. Because the last time I met anyone in in person was uh, my last true family trip. Which was a little over two years ago. Um, Yeah, the last person I saw was right around that time. They were part of how I was able to afford that trip. 
I left my ads up and stuff, but then COVID happened right around the time when I was going to start touring and doing my thing and all of that. And due to my age and my weight, of course, with COVID, I wasn't going to play any games. I'm still sort of semi-quarantined and I'm still wearing a mask. I will be honest, I have not decided to jump into the vaccination wheelbarrow yet. I've never even had a flu vaccine, but um, I do plan on probably getting vaccinated um, early winter of this year, like late November, early December, depending. We'll see. Uh, I got to deal with some more health stuff before I actually do it. But, you know, one of my besties, who's also a retired companion, got her vaccine and she seems to be doing well. Um, So, you know, and there are other people in my personal life and my family who have done it. All my friends from elementary school and high school have done it. Everyone's fine. But, you know, I just have weird luck. (laughs) So because of that, I didn't want to jump right in. But at any rate, um... I shared with this this person that I was engaged because um, of the fact that, you know, we have shared conversations about his wife's death, you know, his his mother, I guess, who's still alive in Chicago. Um, just because in the beginning, it started as me being dominant for him, but also human. And he's one of those people who's very, very, very submissive normally. Like, wouldn't dare talk back to you at all. Um, But I guess once he found out I was engaged and retired, um, his true fangs, his true personality showed. And I've heard other girls talk about how you go through this when you retire. But at first, and I kind of expected it from like the usual assholes, the peanut gallery who still didn't like me originally anyway when I was working because I've always been strong, strong willed, a voice for those who, you know, these guys love to prey on and pick on. So, I mean, I don't give a damn about being liked. I never have. That's not important for me. And I, I, I didn't feel any type of way or like, I don't know feel sad or even anger when he showed his ass i'm sure he wanted me to but i'm totally non-reactional to it other than just reminding him and i'm sure you guys know the whole world knows i have never said i was single ever probably the whole time last time i was single while being a sex worker was probably in the first year of me working as an escort all the other years, I was in relationships. Never lied about them. I was very public about them, in fact, because I wanted to keep people from becoming attached, clingy, and crazy. Because I had some instances where people got a little uh, over-enamored with me. And I did not want that, especially when I'm in serious relationships and trying to raise a family. So I've always been very vocal and very public about the fact that I have had a life outside of sex work. A life that's always been very important to me is how I kept my sanity. It's how I remained normal, whatever the word normal means to you. And so um, I forget what I reached out about. I reached out about something to which he gave this snide remark. And it included, you know, well, since you have a man now, first of all, always had one. You knew it. Like, (laughs) always knew it. That's the crazy thing. Never lied about it. It was never hidden from him. 
And so that's kind of what I reminded him of before I blocked him and just decided, you know, and he made little jabs that he had moved on to another dom who was in Chicago or whatever. And I wished him well on that. Like, I, I have regs who I have actually told who they should go see if they're looking for someone in a similar age bracket to me or in the general area I was in here in Georgia or even in Maryland. I have never cared to that degree. Um, I don't know why their feelings get so hurt. Because you know what's so funny? Like the whole time you're in it, they're telling you how great you are, how smart you are, and how surprised they are that you do what you do, right? And they're wishing you all this well. And, and they're, you know, trying to act like, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, you should be doing better. You deserve better. You should go to school. You should get this job. You should do that. And then when you do it, boy, are they upset about it. And it's crazy because it's, you know, you halfway expect it from the guys. But other companions tend to turn away, act differently, get an attitude also when you, and and this is going to ruffle some feathers, but I've noticed it, so I'm going to speak on it because it's me, and I always speak my truth. When a European or European ethnic group-based companion stops, or when one of the more Barbie-like companions stops, everyone congratulates, everyone wishes them well, some of their I've seen it on Twitter some of their clients even buy them cars give them money down on a house but when you as a woman of color and I mean like just the basic woman of color not overly light skin not you know anything that Like, you can be beautiful. Like, I think I'm beautiful as shit for my age and my weight. But at the end of the day, I am still not, what's the word? Um, Like, something that stands out, stands out, I guess, in the community. And and again, it's probably an age thing, too. So when you add to it that I'm in my 50s and that I'm a, like, normal black lady... The congratulations do not weigh in the same. Um, And I have said this and some of my closer sex work friends on Twitter have spoken for me on this who are not black. Even the way I am treated in regard to my web design business is treated differently than some of these other web designers and assistants that you all choose to use. And it's crazy because even black providers do it um which i've never understood i'm not gonna cry and whine about it i'm gonna keep it moving and keep pushing because i don't quit i don't stop that's not who i am but when other providers cannot congratulate you on finding a your evolution out of your journey i don't want to say Like, yeah, congratulate me for escaping. I get very upset when people contact me. I got one of those messages the other day trying to supposedly rescue me from sex work because I never felt like I needed to be rescued. I made a conscious decision. 
I have no bad feelings about what I did. I have no shame about what I did. I never will. I just will never do that. Um, Because at the end of the day, my choice made me stronger, made me more empowered as a woman. Um, In a way, it made me feel more in control of my sexuality and of my body. And it definitely gave me more control within my life. I didn't have to ask her days off and stuff to do stuff with my family that normal people do. Did it also cause some struggles and some bad moments? Absolutely. Not going to sugarcoat it. I've been very honest about my journey. If my blog was still up, y'all could read my journey. But my blog, along with <clears throat> what was seductivestorm.net, have come down. And I have not chosen to put them back up because every bit of budget counts. Um, and, but I, I do still have videos and stuff. I hate now that on my sites, my videos show as age restricted and tell you it's an ugly black like placeholder that says that you have to go to YouTube to watch the video. So I hope when you guys are seeing that, you know, the videos still work. You just have to go to YouTube to see them. It's ridiculous. I hate that they started that, but that is what they've done if you add a video to a website and it's age restricted just in case that was confusing you the mentorship videos are still there um but when you've done as much for the community as i and others have or even if you haven't done anything for the community but you went through the journey um and other people just are hoping and waiting And like almost hoping that you fail so that you have to return. To me, that makes no sense. And I just want to let the rest of you know who have retired or consider retirement. Don't let that break you. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep growing that new business, that new journey, that new dream. Whether it's starting a family, starting a business, going back to school, whatever it is. Don't let these haters, male, female... (laughs) non-gender whatever it is don't let them break you don't make them make you feel bad or less happy about evolving into your greatness don't ever let anyone do that and even if you left not because you're evolving into greatness but to protect your mental health because this month is national depression month for those who didn't know if the shit left you broken depressed and questioning who you are It wasn't for you anyway, so you did the best thing you could by leaving it. And don't ever let anyone make you feel weak or less than for doing that. That wasn't me. For me, it just, (laughs) life and God for me, because that's what I believe in, worked it out to a way where this is where I ended up at. And I knew I was getting close to the point of retiring but God put everything in place for me and made it possible for me to see it was absolutely time. Um, and don't think those of us that did it, especially as long as me, 19 years, don't miss it. But you'd be surprised. And I'm good at compartmentalizing things in my brain. So maybe for me, my transition was easier. I know for my best friend, her transition the first year was not easy. But for me, the transition has been fairly easy i think i still have a little bit of ptsd from all the times i woke up in hotels trying to figure out how i was going to pay for my room and such 
even though I've been stable and in stable housing now over four years, I still think in the back of my mind that I have a lot of fight or flight anxiety and panic daily because there were so many times where I wasn't sure how things were going to go. And I think even though I have no reason to feel that, my brain has just been so trained to be that way that it's a struggle for me to know I don't have to feel that angst and that pressure anymore. Um, And then when my finances changed earlier this year, it brought a lot of that back for me. It was like, I need this amount of money. I'm now missing 2400 a month of income and still am. And that's why you see me running these SEO assistant and web design package specials now because I'm trying to replace that income that I very desperately need. And I would like to get back to having that income monthly again, back in with my other income by November, if it can happen. Um, I probably should have started doing this promo sooner, but I kind of thought things were going to work themselves out by now. And it just hasn't done what I wanted it to. So here we are. But yeah, the only time I miss it even a little or um, struggle internally a little bit is just when I feel financial pressure. But then I have to remind myself that I got to have some faith in the journey I'm on now and just know that Rome wasn't built in a day and waited out a little longer and I'm praying within the next 90 days that everything comes to pass exactly the way I want it to but even if it doesn't for me honestly for me I will I'm happy with selling content virtually but you know unless there's an extreme and I mean super extreme financial emergency, not just things I want, but things I actually need. Like, unless I'm unable to pay rent and keep a roof over my family's head and I can't come up with any alternative, there would never be a reason for me personally to come back out of retirement. The world is just too crazy and the amount of germs and shit that's running around, it, the, no, not for me. Um, but again, I ran a long haul. 19 years is a long haul. Perhaps if I hadn't been in it that long, I wouldn't feel so strongly about staying away. But, you know, me and my best friend, I think we did such long hauls that we are really, really trying to stick to our guns on not returning. But I want you all to know, I don't give a damn what the clients think. I want the rest of you as sex workers to know, regardless of my retirement, Mentally and emotionally, I will never not be one of you. Um, I think once you do anything for a long period of time, it sticks with you. So while I'm not in the trenches anymore with you, I am still here offering mentorship. I am still here offering safety and screening advice. I am still here offering websites, assistance, SEO. I am still very much a person who you all can come to and ask when y'all are having problems. Some of you still do it and haven't stopped, but some of you, I think, stopped feeling like you could reach out to me or connect with me once I retired. That retirement announcement wasn't for y'all. It was for the guys. I don't want you all to feel like I left you all because I didn't leave you all. I just left entertaining men in person. That's what I left. I am still here very much for this community, and it's important to me that you all remember that.
But yes, do not let the naysayers convince you or try to almost guilt you into feeling bad because you retired and left some shit. There are millions of other girls online these guys can meet. So don't let that reg, that long-term guy, make you feel some type of way because you left the business and now he's got to find someone new. That's not your problem. That's his. He's a big boy. He'll figure it out. And the other girls, if they can't congratulate you and you thought they were your friends, they're not your friends anyway. Um, you know, so keep it moving and don't be discouraged. Which brings me to, we're talking about assistant, web designer, SEO, things of that nature. Some of you, I think, are terrified to spend money. And I get it. I absolutely get it. Um, I should be terrified to spend money, but I've never had that compass in my brain in my life. I should be. I really should be, but I'm not. Um, But what I will tell you is if I were that type of person, I definitely would not be scared to spend money to put my best foot forward in a business. In your business, it is super, super Super important to spend on yourself, to invest in yourself. Um, We want clients to invest in us, but we forget we got to invest in us first if they're going to invest. What does a professional website suited to you that's not cookie cutter say about you? Well, it says she cares about her business. She's serious about it. She's not just out here just doing this for a couple of days. She's someone who I can trust my safety with. She's someone who I can trust my screening information to. I have found in my many years that clients trust, they still don't want to give the screening information to most people. They're still going to give you a hard time about it. But if you want them to feel even remotely safe about giving you their screening information, Place your screening information in a professional website where they can learn about you, learn your rates, see your photos, see your videos, and really get a feel for you and know that you're not a scam. True, there are crazies out here who will create scam websites to make you think that they're a provider and still do crazy stuff, but that's probably literally only going to happen 5 to 10% of the time. Usually... Just having a website, some professional pictures, or even if you took them, just good quality pictures, makes your client feel so much more secure in sharing any of his details with you and in trusting that he can come to your end call or you can go to his out call and that he's not in harm's way and that it's going to be money well spent. It says a lot. So if you're one of these providers who has been tiptoeing all around and spending money on everything you can, but what you should, which is investing in your website and your SEO and your photos, you need to do better. (laughs) Like you need to do better and you need to take care of that. Um, A lot of sites are not what they used to be. Advertising sites, I mean. Um, A lot of them are simply just not what they used to be or some of you don't feel comfortable giving them your information the same way clients don't feel comfortable giving us information. And with that being said, um, 
you can make your website your ad simply by getting some rock solid SEO done. Um, Fasta Sesta, a lot of people immediately wanted to get sites and SEO. And then when the memory of Fasta Sesta wore off because it's still a thing, the law didn't change this because y'all are trying to act like you forgot about it, people kind of stopped remembering that websites can still easily get taken down like advertising sites and that you should probably be prepared by having your SEO in standing. Consumers shop nowadays and research things nowadays the same way regardless of what it is. Whether you're buying a TV, dinner, or time with a companion, you go to a search engine first. And you type in what's in your area and what you're looking for. Your SEO is how people find you that way. And if you don't get on getting SEO and heaven forbid a year from now, Every advertising site you could think of is either gone to shit, has a bunch of people on there as your competition that you'd rather not even be in the same bracket with, or wants details you don't want to give, or charges an arm and a leg for advertising It's not in your budget, then make the budget for your SEO. I don't know how I can say it any cleaner than that, clearer rather than that. I've been preaching it to you forever, and some of you all still don't understand it. Now, by the same token, you need to understand SEO is not a one and done, and it's fixed, and it's perfect kind of thing. It has to be maintained, and it usually takes an average of six months to a year for it to grow and do what you want it to. So it is a commitment. However, it's a commitment that's worth it. So I just want to put that out there. As for assistant, assistant is is you need an assistant for two things if you're busy enough if you're busy enough or even if you're new and don't know what you're doing an assistant helps with organization safety and when i say organization let me go back to that they help we help with organization of your calendar your email we take the most stressful parts of the job away from you Meaning, we deal with the crazy client emails, the people who don't want to screen. We do all of that and nudge them and make them do things the right way. We deal with the questions so that all you have to do when it's time is be pretty, well-rested, in a good mental space, feeling safe, and show the hell up for your appointment. Doesn't get any better than that, right? Yet some of you still just, won't do it or don't trust it and those of you some of you i deal with it myself have assistance and don't let your assistant really do their job and then feel like your assistant wasn't doing anything and then you get rid of your assistant if you hire an assistant be prepared to let your assistant do the job some of you are hiring assistants who actually are asking other assistants like myself for help with what they're doing for you. Do you know why? Because they haven't been in the business long enough themselves. Some of you are hiring people who have only been sex workers themselves three to five years, if that, to assist you, or people who have never worked in the industry at all to assist you, and they still don't understand it all the way they should themselves. 
quality matters. So when you're choosing an assistant, I strongly suggest choosing someone like myself or well, like myself, because I want business. But if it's not going to be me, should be me, because I really do care about people's safety. That's a big deal to me, always has been. Um, At least choose one that you can do the research on and know they've been around more than five years. I'm just saying, and I'm probably rubbing some feathers wrong by saying it, but that's the truth. Because like I said, some of y'all's assistants are reaching out to OG assistants for help with your shit and you're paying them just want to put that out there so you know it it pays to hire seniority and experience especially when it comes down to your safety and an assistant is a barrier for your safety and for also she helps with organization But the safety part is a big part of it, too, if you have an assistant who really, really is dedicated to being your assistant. Web design, right now, I'm running a special. It's on Twitter. I'll keep posting it every day. If you don't follow my Twitter, it's at SupergirlStorm. And it's also for the web business, at StormAssist, with an S on the end of assist. S is in Sam, on the end of assist. Now we're going to move on to a gentleman who a lot of providers know of. An OG assistant reached out to me to let me know that he's back at it. Um, One of my websites is one of his victims. I think he thought he was going to make me a victim, but all he succeeded in doing was getting one of my, my first most important blog ever taken down that I'd had for years. Mr. Brady Hoffart. If you do not know how to spell that last name and it should come across as H-O-F-F-A-R-T. He will let you know that he has worked for Hostinger. He is based out of Texas, but he travels. And he has been contacting girls in several states and cities again. And if you try to make Mr. Hoffart screen, and he does not want to screen... And give you the information that you request. And he wants to do things his way. He then begins to threaten. To have your website taken down. To out you. um, To dox you. To contact authorities. Just all kinds of stuff. This is what Brady does. And my original blog had a section on him. Which is why he got that taken down. Um, then for years, the blog that just got taken down also had him on there so that you guys could at least find him in Google search. Um, I need to place him on my Storm Vision Media site. I need to just create another place for any of the saved blacklists that I had, especially including him, so that when you all Google these people, you find them. If you are not Googling using been verified and other things, uh, verify him and safe office blacklist to screen people, I suggest you do it. But don't just trust those blacklists. Please run people's names, emails, and uh, phone numbers through Google also. Um, it's, it's important. And if you have the money, I love been verified. 
it really gives a lot of information on people and you can pay two dollars in the instances where you really want to do a deeper background search like that's two dollars each run on top of your already monthly subscription i suggest it um it's important and um so yeah be on the lookout for brady hofart do not let him blackmail you or bully you into seeing him without screening him. If he succeeds in getting your website or anything else taken down, I don't mean to sound frivolous when I say so what, but so what? Because you can get those things rebuilt. Your safety is more important than if he takes your website down. So be on the lookout for and avoid Brady Hallfart at all costs. Um... The Escort Chef site. So, I already spoke a little bit about that at the beginning of the episode. Super, super, super big thing coming up for me. Um, it's very important to me. My vanilla business. First of all, you all know I love myself some Sukihana. I'm... She is the most sex work positive celebrity I think I've ever seen other than Cardi B. She has a boutique in Fort Lauderdale, Florida called Good Cat Boutique. Good Cat Boutique. Shout out to Sukihana for that. And um, she was advertising one of the outfits that she has. And she put up an ad last week that said outfit outfit available in a size whatever and girl available too and it was this beautiful girl walking through this hotel lobby wearing one of her outfits so shout out to Sukihana but <clears throat> she posted a story yesterday that I like so I reposted her on my vanilla chef business site and I mentioned her and then she went to my stuff she saw a video of me making um tacos last week but she just saw it two days ago, and she said, yummy on the post. So, of course, you know, I want to make sure it's really her account. Then she mentioned me in her story. That video of me making tacos now has 22,000 views, and I got, like, a 1,000 followers from her just shouting me out. And a lot of celebrities make you pay for promotion, and I'm sure she does normally, too, but just that she gave me that little bit of promotion for free that day was everything. So... With that being said, whoops, my phone fell. Sorry about that, guys. Crazy. I don't even know how that happened. Um, we are moving forward with the Escort Chef site. I have teased y'all throughout the last year with food pics, but now y'all are about to get an onslaught of it. There's going to be a whole new Twitter account for it and a new Instagram for it. And the website, hopefully I'll finally release that website next week. Other things have gotten in the way, but I'm going to work on finishing it up this weekend. I am willing to travel to 50 U.S. states to cook for you guys. Um, just know, like any other chef, half deposit will be due. And, of course, the cost of the food is not included in the service itself so what will happen is the deposit you pay initially as long as that deposit is large enough to cover the grocery fee will be used to get the food that you want me to cook with but you will also of course just have to be cognizant of the fact that you do need to pay for your food 
and of the travel fee, but everything else, you know, and don't expect it to be cheap because as you all know, and we all say, you know, cheap isn't good usually. Um, this is like a luxury. You don't hire a chef to cook if you can't afford one. So I just need y'all to know that. But you all are my biggest supporters and my largest group of people and followers. So it just makes sense for me to also have an escort chef service site and business that I can offer these things to you all. Because you all know we like to brunch, dinner, be fancy, do meet and greets. And instead of supporting other chefs, why not support one from your community? And I assure you, my food slaps. I, I promise you, you won't have any regrets at all. Tell me what you want and we'll get it done. So be looking for that launch. <clears throat> and <clears throat> the main topic here, and hopefully this lets me keep going and doesn't make me like record a separate one after we get this. I'm, it used to let you talk for an hour, but it might only let you talk 45 minutes now. But sex workers who have relationships that they do not charge their real life love partner for so many girls are always trying to rag on, put down sex workers who decide to date, even if casually, or have sexual relationships with people and not charge for them. Um, I just want to say this. Porn stars have relationships outside of being porn stars. Strippers have relationships outside of being strippers. Uh... You know, every other profession in the world, you're allowed to have a life outside of it. And it is crazy when other providers become mean girls and try to dissuade and tell other girls that love or even just fun outside of sex work is not possible. Let me tell you something. Don't believe everything you see or hear online. Because a lot of these people who want you think they're so strong and they're so happy all the time and that they're never lonely and they never get tired of the paid transactional shit are liars. There might be 5% to 10% of girls who are able to do that, really stick to that and never, ever, ever do anything out of that. But if you think about it realistically, in all relationships, there's some type of transaction So even if that girl is seeing him casually, sleeping with him casually, dating him, or even if they're in love, he's probably doing something for her. You know, whether it be helping with some bills, some rent, uh, you know, dinner, whatever it is. If it makes you happy, be happy. Fuck these other people who tell y'all that y'all cannot have both. You absolutely can. There's plenty of us who have done it. You can do it. I'm telling you, you can. You might have to find the right partner for it, but you limit yourself when you're like, I don't date or have sex with anyone for free. And by the way, we get paid for our time. So the sex is just there, guys, because, you know, Hold on. Oh, no, it's letting me know I got 15 more minutes. I'm like, oh, Anchor is giving me a warning, guys. But, yes, you can absolutely have an outside relationship. I say you should. 
I think it helps with your mental health. I think it feels good and the brain knows the difference and when it is transactional and when you are truly meeting on just a normal human level with someone. When you're not doing it because you feel like they paid so you need to. When you're not doing it because you need to at all for any reason. You're just doing it because you like them, they like you, or just because it was something you felt like doing, even if you're not ever going to see each other again. There's no shame in connecting. And if you're making enough money as a companion, then you taking a day aside or a few hours of a day aside to just be you, authentically you, without being a product should not be a problem for anyone. I'm not putting down those of you who want to be that way or who do it that way. By all means, if it makes you happy and you're content with it, do it. I'm merely saying, can we stop judging and telling other people that they're wrong when they don't want to charge for their personal relationships? Like, personal relationships are personal. Business is business. Like, you can't be a business machine 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, and think that at some point, your mental health is not going to suffer for it. It really is. I don't know why we, as sex workers, try to pretend that we're made out of titanium, that we don't have an ounce of just regular human being inside anywhere. We certainly do. I have a friend, strange story, I have a friend who was like that. She never saw dating anyone outside of paid stuff. Till she met my ex-husband. He came, she came over to my house one day and he was there or she was already there and he came over. And within 10 to 15 minutes, her life changed. And I think she's been retired ever since their relationship. They did not work out. They didn't work out at all. Actually, I think she retired prior to when she met him. Or was just about to because she had gotten robbed and that was the last straw for her because she gotten robbed a couple of times. One of the prettiest BBWs Atlanta's ever seen other than me, of course. <laughs> but anyway, um, she used to always say she'd never have kids. She had a dog. She'd never date anybody because she was about her money. Homegirl now has a son and has been through at least two real life relationships, but at that time, actually, you know what? She was still seeing people at that time. And I think after she got robbed, like after they had already broken up, she stopped. But the whole point is, she seems to be, from what I see of her online anyway, I don't talk to her as much, but from her personal accounts, her real life, she seems to be a lot happier of a person. Once she realized it was okay to also have a life outside of that. Because she was really just a transaction machine. I just was never able to do it. I always needed at the end of the day. I remember I would get on Black Planet if you're old enough to remember when that was really a thing. And actually find people to have personal interactions with. My now 19 year old son is here as a result of that kind of thing. So I know that I always needed to have something outside of that because I couldn't connect with themselves 
well, I'm sorry, I couldn't connect with those people like that or with myself. Like, I feel like I'd have lost who I am genuinely if I'd have always been a transactional person. I know when to be transactional and I when and I know when not to be. And I know how to do it without being taken advantage of. If you're going to do it, please do it without being taken advantage of. Like, don't let some guy who knows what you do for work smooth you and talk you into it. If you want, in other words, never let it be his choice if it's not going to be for money. That should always be your choice. You should always see him and pursue him if that's what you want. But never fall for the ones who know what you are and pursue you and try to convert you into a girlfriend. Because a lot of the time with them, they, they, they don't really care about you the way they say they do. And it's not going to work out the way you want. If you're choosing, as they say, it works. But if you let him talk you into it, it almost never will. Another one of my closest friends who is still a sex worker experienced that. And I kept trying to tell her what was going on. I don't think she really got it till it was too late and her heart was broken. But she learned from it. It did not keep her from then finding another relationship that's not all about the money. And she's happy. And she's still one of the strongest, most fierce sex workers I know. People need to be people. We're human because we have humanity, supposedly, although sometimes the world makes me wonder how much humanity we really have left. But the point is, you have to be authentically you. You have to do what's best for you, even while you're being a sex worker. And if the rest of the sex work world, the rest of the regular world, the rest of the male world doesn't like it, fuck them. You have to do what's best for you, what you can live with, and what makes you happiest from the inside out. That's how you live your best life. Living your best life is not all about money, even though we all need it. It's also about your emotional wealth. And for me, my emotional wealth always meant more to me than anything else. And some people would be like, well, that's why you don't have X amount of money now. You might, maybe you can say that, and I can say it about myself. But I don't know that I would have been as happy and content with who I am as a person if I had all that money. Wealthy millionaires and billionaires commit suicide every day, and we wonder why. You know why? Because even a psychologist would tell you finance is only 10% of your happiness. What about the other 90% that's in deficit while you're worried about the, the financial material wealth? So just always be thinking of that. Get your money. Be focused on your money. Hire me to help you become more professional to get more money. But also be authentically you. That's the point. Not telling you not to get your money. Never get so wrapped up that you like slack on being professional and getting your money. Because you got bills to pay. If you need to care for your family, pay your rent. You still got to make time for that professional you too. That is important. That is key. Compartmentalize. Learn to compartmentalize your life and your thinking. It's a great thing. While we on that note and about to end this, guys, please go support and buy content from SeductiveStormXXX.com. I need them sales rolling in. I got stuff to do. Also, I may get back into dilly-dally and taking some virtual submissives, financial slaves only. Financial slaves only. No in-person meets, okay? 
And my site for that is goddessstorm.net. Again, if you're interested in being a financial slave to me, goddessstorm.net. Thank y'all for listening. Please be sure to go to takenbystorm.co, takenbystorm.co, and check out my Twitter at SupergirlStorm. Please be on the lookout for the Escort Chef site. Please, if you're a girl just starting out or a girl who's feeling down and out, don't hesitate to contact me for mentorship. Find me online. Hit me up. Let's see what we can do to help you. I love you guys. Hopefully I won't take as long again between episodes. I'm still trying to get back to interviewing people. I really need to carve out time in my life for that. But like I said, I've just been, life's been very hectic. Hoping after the first of the year. January, February is to be able to get back to planning interviews and bringing guests on here and getting back to business. But for now, get on that $500 website. Only four of you will be allowed it and it ends November 15th. Contact me and let's get you taken care of if you need an assistant. And I'm only looking for people who want to build a long-term relationship with their assistant. I am not interested in assisting you for just one month or a couple of weeks. I'm looking for people who really, really, really are professional and want an assistant who's just as professional and safety-driven as them who want a long-term relationship with their assistant. All right? Y'all take care. Till next time, thanks for listening to Straight Talk with Storm.